What is a waste? Look at all the coffee you left there. It's like half that. full. Exactly. I bought that. Well, yeah, and okay. you don't even drink it. Was this from tonight? Yeah. I can rewarm it up. No. I appreciate That's you buying disgusting. me coffee. I don't it's not think disgusting. So. You can't reheat You're disgusting. coffee. Once it cools down, no. that's it. It becomes bitter if you try to reheat it. That's to, science. It could be maybe to your sensitive uh, baby taste buds. Anyone. But when you're a real man like me, I can go out in the bush for f 10 days and drink coffee that's old for 10 days and not even care. That's not something to brag about. You know why? You know why? Why? Because I'm a real man. <laughs> no. No. You're an animal. In fact, that's why I'm, I'm writing down this note. You're an animal. Why Joe... Is an animal. ...is a real... ...man. And while you're drinking coffee out of your little poser gamer mug there. Yeah. Your little Mario mug. Oh, it's the whole Nintendo Which crew, I got, actually. That's what I got, too, but mine's OG Mario. I don't know why you bought that. that was, Near to why. This was a waste of money. 15 bucks, and I can't even put it in the dishwasher. Wait, you, <laughs> you cannot put this piece of shit in the dishwasher. Because you had to have one that changes color. Yeah, I know. What? This is the collector edition mug. No, there's nothing I can say about. There's no adjective I can use any anymore that's politically correct about the kind of mug you just bought. Just talk like you're not on air. <laughs> you drop uh, I'm not on, f bombs on and c bombs and n bombs when you're not on air. <laughs> right, I'm not on air. We're recording now. Oh, good. You knew we were recording too. Did you say we're recording? We're live, guys. STC Pod, episode 149. 51 more to go and we can call it quits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I'm so looking forward to putting an end to this. Nice. Ah, beautiful. <sighs> well, it's a privilege and uh, that we're together, face to face. But you never say that when we normally work. It's never a privilege that we're working together. Yeah, we haven't recorded live, uh, I guess, in a while. Correct? Together. Hello? Together what? in the same. We've been live. We've been live. We haven't been together in well, the same Well, they've all room. been live. This is, like, this is STC OG, right? Middle of the night stuff. Back in the ghetto, mean streets of Barry. What? I don't know. No, we're at work. Oh. It'd be really well, nice if you'd just show up and bury and Technically, we, uh, we are still in the ghetto. <sighs> yeah, so here you are. You got your coffee I just made for you. And beside the coffee I bought for you, which you didn't drink. Mm. Nice. Mr. Respect. Hashtag respect. <laughs> yeah. Cons me into making him coffee in the middle of the night. Yeah, well, I went up to get it. That elevator scares the crap out of me. <laughs> Why? Because it buzzes every time it hits a floor. There's no need for it to buzz. Well, it's, yeah, it's like an 80s. 80s elevator. It is ridiculous. And the cables creak. Does that bother you? No, I don't mind the cables creaking. It's only a three-floor drop. I'll jump before it hits the bottom, and then it'll be like... That's okay? Yeah. Hmm. But the buzzing is... Well, it's completely unnecessary, and it sort of freaks you out at nighttime. What a... The dropping doesn't bother you. The buzzing bothers you. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll jump before it hits the bottom, and there'll be like no difference. I think that might only work in cartoons. Mm. Well, my life is a cartoon. You got that straight. Can I scratch that off the list here? How to make a coffee. What do you got? How to make coffee? I don't know. You were going on earlier about something about coffee and how you had to clean it and I didn't dirty it or something. Yes, because we did the same thing last night where, again, I made a pot of coffee and your job is to clean it. In and the I did. And then, oh, well, no one's working during the day, so no one would possibly be using that coffee maker. I doubt it. And so Momo uh, <laughs> what? puts coffee in there. Yeah, which I had to clean. You say you didn't use the uh, the uh, the filter. You didn't put a filter in it. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that? Dummy. That's like a Joe maneuver. No, where uh, I would do that because I'm a real man. But when there's a filter available, I will use a filter. No, you would do that as part of your manipulations to get people to make it for you in the future. You're like, I'm gonna mess this up as bad as I can make it. And that way, I don't have to do it ever again because someone will do it for but me. I'm still going to get you a coffee and bringing it back to you. You do the easy part. I'll gladly do the one-time job of putting coffee into the coffee maker and pressing play. <laughs> if you go and continually get me a cup of coffee throughout the night. You didn't even know how much coffee to put in. I did. For I a said, drip no. coffee. I know it's one per one, but you don't need to do one per one. Because I said that, and then you started complaining. Well, you do need to do one per one. And then what did you say? Who buys the coffee? Yeah. Well, that's right, because I had to but bring in gourmet coffee I said make you. ten cups. <laughs> yeah, for just me and you. And then you complain. I said, all right, fine. Do eight cups, but put only five cups of coffee in. Listen, people didn't tune in to hear us bicker back and forth about coffee. Mm, I think they did. All right, I got a whole list of shit I got to get through here. You have stuff to talk about? Uh, I actually put two minutes of effort into this podcast, yes. Ooh. Maybe you should check to see if we're sounding okay. Uh, I did at the start. Mm, if there's echo, I'll go crazy. Well, I'm pretty sure I can guarantee that we're probably sounding fine. Yeah. There's a 80% chance we're sounding good. Yeah, I bet. And you don't seem to go crazy when your Samsung phone gives static on the mic that's uh that's a bit is it yeah it's contrived because mm. people don't like that <laughs> people love it all right what let's knock this list off well you want to get into like meat and potatoes yeah well why don't you like do the intro then tell people who you who who you are i can't find our intro go pro joe well, for new folks listening to the first time, oh, this is STC Pod, your Start to Continue podcast. My name is Bill, and with me is Joe, the big pain in the neck that you you hear bellowing on the other side of the I'm mic. I'm the one that everybody tunes in to listen to. It's true. Uh, you can follow my co-host on Twitter at STC Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at AC Decepticon. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, or if you're checking us out and trying to find us on iTunes... Look us up under STC Pod, as well as uh, if you're listening to us, you got to check out some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people in our community that we hang out with and talk to. Go to www.cartridgeclub.org. Right? Is that 
Is that it? That's it, man. I've You've trimmed this paper this down. down like it has no information anymore. That's all that you know. iTunes, Twitter, Cartridge Club. That's it. Why do we pay for a website? stcpod.com. We don't pay for it. What? It's free. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Someone's is? paying for it. You're not. Someone is. No. That's the Podbean site that's the being paid both? for. The domain has an annual fee. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, go to stcpod.com where you'll find uh, some interesting articles one what? of us might have written. What domain are we uh, paying for? You'll find the podcast there, and you'll also find links to Amazon, which you can use to buy all your laundry detergent. No. And face cloths. And uh, through that, it gives us a small commission uh, at no additional cost to you. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com. slash start to continue. And uh, there are a couple fresh videos on there, and a, a real rowdy one. I don't know if it's up yet, but it's it'll be a good little short pickup video. And uh, definitely go over to cartridgeclub.org. Check out its new look, its new feel, and uh, drop us a line over there or drop uh, the Cartridge Club community a line over there. Tell them how you feel about the new version, the new look, the new forums, the new... Uh, blog space well, if they've never been there it's going there. to be new to them anyway well new people check it out and look at it too i guess don't shake your you're like oh my wife Christ. shake your head at me like that all right Trust and that's it we'll be back after this no we're doing the commercial at the start no no one yeah. does commercials I'm, at the start i did that, at the start you well, know why because it interrupts the flow of our talking it's supposed to no. it's a bumper and it throws the conversation off. There is no conversation. We haven't gotten into the meat and potatoes yet. No, it's going to be at the start of this episode. That is stupid. No, it's no. not. Joe Rogan says, always put it at the start. Get those commercials out of the way because no one wants to hear them throughout the show. We only do a 30-second block. It's part of a bumper. It throws everything off. No. If you were part of uh, some meetings where we discuss no, format, I wasn't invited content, to the... Uh, content formatting, you will see. You can't put it at the beginning. You can put it at the end, but I, I, or the the better part is... I'm checking my hands right now. I don't see a stone cutter ring on is here. A na- is a natural break, which hmm. which I appreciate. I was listening to the latest Flock Talk, and uh, they put in a promo yeah, break. Yeah, it threw it me was, right off, because oh, it got angry me hearing your voice on their podcast. <laughs> I thought it was a nice... It's a nice, natural no, break. It's not and natural us, at all. Us, as television and radio consumers, since we are kids, we are programmed into needing those breaks. No. And I I can't believe, you know, I went to school for television. I don't know what you did for television, but we are trained to put these breaks into shows. It's natural. I'm about breaking the mold. The viewers need it. So when you're watching Game of Thrones, and then... uh, Something exciting is about to happen. All of a sudden, they break away for a 30-second spot. What does that do to you? No, they change scenes. No, and what if they didn't and put a commercial in for 30 seconds? They change scenes. That's basically what I'm saying if they put a commercial in there. I wouldn't mind that. Nice really? little break. Really? Nice little break? Yeah. You can't go to the bathroom in 30 <laughs> seconds. Anyways, this is the commercial break. No. Keep going. Commercial's at the start. <laughs> and I'm, we're back. No, it's going to be at the start. No, that's It's going to prove to you, everyone's going to say, this is much better. We got that out of the way. These guys can keep on talking that now. That makes no sense. 
This shouldn't be in the middle at all. This is player one of the Cartridge Club, and I wanted to take a second to tell you about Bonus Barrel. BB is made up of developers, artists, and testers from within the gaming world, and they bring their knowledge and insight to every show. Topics ranging from gaming culture to development cycles, you don't want to miss what these insiders have to say. Every Wednesday, you can get your fill of Rob, Seiji, Lef, and Shelby wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, here we go, temper tantrum. And we're back. <laughs> speaking of which, um, speaking of TV shows, I got to the second last episode of Luke Cage, and I cannot bring myself to watch the last one. It's gotten so crappy. Yeah, I, I st- I'm somewhere in the middle. I gave up on it. It's a shame, too. Like, I really gave it a chance. I, I, I pushed through it. I watched it pretty much all within the span of, I want to say, two weeks. Maybe a week and a half. And um, it just seems like they're really grasping at content to make this thing a 13-episode show. This, I never, I can't, I can't take it anymore. I can't take the constant Joe contradictions within himself. What are you talking about now? Always standing at the pulpit, preaching to the world how he hates binge watching, how he wish it never happened, and yet that's all you've been doing for the last two weeks. I don't pay for Netflix. So how else am I going to watch this show? You're doing it. Why would I watch it any other way since it's already there? Because you hate doing it that way. So why don't you just watch an episode and then come back in a week for the next one? Maybe that's how it should be consumed. And you're burning yourself out on it. Mm. <laughs> that's completely oh, different. It's wow. not like Game of Thrones that I watched this Here. season where I looked forward to it every single Sunday. Because that was the only way I could get to it. Unless I waited for the entire thing to finish. It was way more enjoyable watching it. But this was already there. I People have already talked about it. This and that. I just wanted to get it out of the way. Maybe it was a mistake. Maybe the I think it was a mistake watching it from the start. The problem might be with you. Not mm-hmm. the show. No. Well, why can't you finish it? Uh, I know why you can't finish it. Why? You're not into that stuff. <laughs> into that stuff I don't know it just I don't know I didn't really I wasn't looking forward to the next episode so but I enjoyed Iron Fist a lot more than Luke Cage Uh, I haven't seen it and I was going to start Defenders uh, and then I got sidetracked yeah because you're not going to put oh because you went crazy and said I want to watch it too yeah but not while I'm watching it well, no, I don't want to hear the audio oh. bleeding over to my side of the room and ruining it for Whoop. me. And then I can't come over and watch it with you because I don't like watching TV I like with it someone if who's you asleep. Watch, I like it if you watch it with me. But I don't like watching it with a sleeping man beside me. Really? Yes. Hmm. It's awkward. It's not awkward. So. Like my wife. <laughs> How many times are you going to say that? Put that on what? a shirt. Maybe you'll sell one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my dick that was a big breakfast you owe me no it's not we never made the bet yes we did 
you bet. And I still think my STC Pod hashtag T-shirt is rocking. I I like it, but uh, the bet was whose designs would sell more, and you sold two T-shirts. I don't even think I sold two, but it was still enough <laughs> to put me past the the STC hashtag yeah. shirt. I didn't even buy one. We almost did, and then we forgot. Boy, no, you forgot. I told you to buy me one. Uh, Throw it on the credit card company. Yeah, it was it was happening, and then Ooh. got tied up with stuff. Well, as of this record, this is uh, a day after September second, which means what? Not talking to you? <laughs> I don't. Just a day after. Uh, what are we talking about? What was just special that happened yesterday? Today? Yesterday. Today's Wednesday. Today for us. Earlier today? Yes. First day of school? That's right, baby. Yeah. Kids are back. Yeah, really. You haven't given me any stories on it yet. You must have been I up. was sleeping, so I didn't really experience anything. You didn't? My wife worked from home today, so she brought my son to <coughs> school. Uh, he's starting grade one this year uh but he's a combined grade one grade two class but that's okay because when he started junior kindergarten he became friends with a kid in senior kindergarten as they played in the same playground and they were in the same junior senior kindergarten class right so that kid is now in grade two but he's in the grade two class combined with my son's grade one class so he's got someone there and he's got some other friends that have stayed with him from uh, senior kindergarten and I guess it splits up into uh, they've got two grade one classes I guess I have no idea I'm assuming so uh, yeah today was his first day or yesterday and he had a great time um, and per usual at the start of every school year I told you, I told you this before uh, the snowbirds do a yearly flyby over the school because the public school adjacent to my son's Catholic school is named in honor of one of the snowbirds that crashed and died. The snowbirds being a Canadian Air Force demonstration team? Yes. Similar to uh, the Falcons from the States. Yeah. The geese, what are they called? Mm, yep. Blue Angels. Blue Angels. I don't like that name. It reminds me of like a bike gang. No, Blue Angel, that's when you ignite your your uh anus yeah <laughs> isn't that isn't that i don't angel? know you've never done that with all the experience no, with that trombone down there no nope, because i'm scared of actually the stories i've heard where you can <laughs> this the gas can go up inside you and burn you <laughs> you've heard stories of the gas going up and burning from the inside and your inner blowing intestine. a person up like Not an blowing aerosol up and burning yourself you suck the, the flame back up there. <laughs> it can suck up. <laughs> anyway, so the snowbirds flew over. My wife uh, took my daughter to the school playground because um, all the kids come out and wave flags and stuff. And actually did seven flybys this year. Um, she, I only saw a video, but uh, and I showed you one or two videos on YouTube. But that was pretty impressive. I'd like to uh, catch that one time. Yeah, well, get out of bed. Like, how do you avoid going to first day of school that's crazy it's crazy well because he can be a little clingy sometimes and it's better if i'm not there 
I wonder why that he does. Is. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Smirk on your face. Because he loves his daddy. Because he's never allowed out of the house. So, um, yeah, it's always impressive, I think, seeing those jet planes fly that close to the ground. And they did a whole bunch of these different formations. It was kind of cool. And I, of course, missed it. Mm. Yeah, I loved Snowbirds. Um, how was my first day of school? Oh, oh. thanks, Joe. Well, uh, well here we go. <laughs> I took the kids, uh, their first day of school. Uh, the big kid's going into grade eight. So that's the, that's the highest grade in grade school here. So she's the big cheese now on campus. She's going to be the, you know, the kid you got to watch out for. Pay your dues to her now. And then the other kid uh, is moved on from the kindergartens to grade one. I always thought she was older. So, no, practically the same age as your kid. Um, sure. So it was a fiasco, as normal. As normal. You get to the school, and uh, it's just throngs of kids and parents, and no one knows where to go. Yeah, the bigger kids can find their way, right? They know the school and everything. But uh, the grade ones, and like maybe grade twos, you know, little kids who have graduated out of the kindergarten yard. I don't know if you have a separate yard. Yeah, they pen them in like uh, sheep. That's right. So they're no longer in the sheep yard. They're in the big yard and going a completely different door. And so they don't know where to go. And it used to be some years they'd just easy. You put up class lists on all around the building and you look for your name and you line up in front of that list. No list today. What just, if you can't read your name? I mean, you're, the parent always takes them in for the first day. Oh, do they? Yeah, you're allowed in the yard for the first day. Hmm. And so there was none of that. No one knew what to do. Then finally teachers came out, and some of them had, like, numbers on a sheet, and you couldn't hear what they were instructing, and it was just a whole disaster. But we got through it. And luckily my kid is very independent and... <laughs> She has no problem. Just you give her a couple instructions and away she goes. Whereas there's other, other kids there that were, or other kids there that uh, you know didn't want to leave their parents. But she's like, yeah, just I go this way and then I listen for my name, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. See you later. Why are you still standing here? Good. So yep. So what are you complaining about? Uh, it's just this disaster. I hate this disaster that happens on day one. Could be Where? so easily avoided. Hmm. The website, why not just look, put the class list on the website before school starts? Actually, I know the answer to that because all the parents that are clingy would immediately start, oh, my kid shouldn't be in that class, they should be in that class, and there'd be a whole behind-the-scenes business when they're with all the parents uh, and students trying to get their place in whatever class they wanted. So I, I can see them keeping that quiet on the website before school but at least put up postings on the wall why don't you recommend that hmm. why'd you not do your uh, stomp down the hallway to the VP's office and recommend that I'm not one of those parents that hmm. that tell the teachers how to do their job like many many parents do but do you t would you tell them if they weren't doing their job I would hope so. Well, uh, what do you mean? How do I know what their entire game plan is? Um, 
unless it's something severe where you just hear every day that they're well, just like watching in terms a movie of uh, in class. or you know not disciplining the students properly or not uh, having a good enough plan in terms of educating the, the students in the class. You know, sometimes there's uh, special needs kids in, in classes that take more attention away from the non-special needs kids. Yes. And there's not enough teachers or help to do, to take care of everybody. So in that case, uh, you know, complaints should be filed either starting at the, from the teacher up to the principal to the school board. You are one of these guys that does the secret complaining and uh, well, you causes can't, a big fuss you shouldn't over see, nothing You shouldn't secret complain. You should be very vocal in public about no, it. No, you know, you don't know what their entire teaching plan is. There's a little, a little bit of got to let them do their job. Listen, my mom was a teacher for her career. Um I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, you said I don't know what the, their plan is. Well, okay. no, but I can. Exp I know from secondhand experience what right. what what that. planning takes. Okay, because I good. grew up with that my entire life. But no, I can see that uh, there are special spe that special needs thing does come up, um, especially nowadays for some reason. But there is always extra. No, there isn't always extra hands. Usually. Um, in my school, there is. There will be one teacher dedicated to that one student, basically. And, well, day. there should be. So. Because it's not fair to uh, both the special needs child if they're not getting enough attention. And if they're getting too much attention, it's not fair to the other kids, right? No, it just sounded like you're going you're going to go down a Joe road of like. Of what? Soon you'd be. Common with, sense? With the, uh, the no peanut butter in school that you should. Acclimating go. their kids to it properly. Like, you know how the kids are young, you shouldn't be giving them strawberries right away because they become allergic to strawberries? No, I never heard yeah. of the strawberry thing. There's certain foods you don't give to young infants. Yes. Honey, but eggs. If you do it on a small, very small, gradual basis, then it helps them from oh. becoming. So you've cured allergies? I have. <laughs> What a, what, what a guy. Here we go. What a guy. They're, well, they're, listen, as a kid, do you remember people, anybody in your class being allergic to peanut butter? Like, I don't remember anything like that at all. I think there, there were allergies, but, uh. Like, were we just stupid enough not to know anything about it? Yeah. I was allergic to peanut butter. I'm very, very young, but grew out of that allergy. Isn't that weird? I don't know if that's weird. Yeah. So, but there wasn't people dying, you know, you never heard of people dying from, uh, you know, touching someone who ate peanuts the day before kind of thing. But that's the severity of it nowadays. So. I guess. Well, know. there must be a reason for it. Why has it become such a suddenly, has it become a severe thing or have parents just become more vocal about it and well we we don't need to put kids in danger for no reason if it just means i can't send but that's what i mean what's the difference between now and 20 years ago that suddenly peanut butter has become this epidemic at schools 
liability it's got to be there you go is your eye getting any better don't you don't have to worry about my eye i am worried you had a stroke and you got <laughs> a pop blood vessel in your eye yeah did you go see a doctor about you. it no i gave you a stroke yeah working with you stresses mm. people out and my eye exploded and uh, I don't know. Go see a doctor, please. Why? It, that's, it happens, apparently. That's just happened. Maybe it's a cause for something worse. No, it's, it's clearing it's a, up. No. It takes two weeks to clear up. It's an up. initial sign. It's been over two weeks. No, it was last week it happened, and you it's been You weren't here last up. week. Yeah, I was. Well, how bad was it then that it's been clearing up? Because yeah. it's still bad. It takes a couple of weeks. Thank you very much. It's been two weeks. No, it hasn't been two weeks. Uh, it's screwy. It can be caused by anything. A sneeze can cause a burst of uh, blood vessel in the eye. Well, you know what? Maybe you should go to the gym. Sneezes won't cause you to burst blood vessels in your eyes. Really? Hmm. There's that song on the TV there. That's great. Is that one of your notes? Well, you wanted to talk about this song well we didn't know about this and i thought i this knew was about crazy. this who you, didn't know about it you knew the name of the song well i didn't know the name i could have all right bill and i were watching um what show is this jimmy fallon and he had as a musical guest on uh louis fancy who uh Dude, everyone already wrote this song, Despacito. This is old news. No, I didn't know this. <laughs> it's the most viewed video on YouTube. <laughs> everyone knows this. But do they know it's 3.5 billion times viewed? No, you didn't know that either. Yes, because the, it was in the news cycle when it took over. It was all day long in the news cycle. What news How cycle? This stupid song is what the news most cycle? downloaded. You don't watch news. So we're forced to. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it's interesting how you don't hear about anything. I don't watch news because <laughs> I don't need to be depressed. <laughs> the only this only good thing the only thing news does is is provide depressing information to you all day long because that's the only thing that people are interested. In. If it was a happy-go-lucky newscast, they'd have zero viewers. Because no one aye, wants to watch aye, aye. the news being told by Mr. Dressup. Well, you, you, we have to be informed about what's going on. So the, there is an informative process there. <sighs> it's Yeah, negative information is being passed on to the viewers. Because that's all that matters. That's the only thing that brings in viewership. Okay, so we're getting into a talk now how news has been sensationalized for ratings? Well, it's always been like that. No, no, it always... No. And I don't like talking about news, because no. news makes me angry. It hasn't always been like that. Keep talking, you can't have big gaps in the conversation. Because <laughs> yeah. then you force me to edit it out. Well, I don't know where you're I got going. I booger in my nose. Great. <laughs> okay. So, sure. did you work on that? Did you get it? I think so. Good. Glad. I don't know where it went because you haven't left the. But, <laughs> this is going to be a surprise for someone else that sits here. Um, well, one thing I bring it up. Um, <laughs> I already got a hit on that game lot that I posted again, eh? Oh. So I've been going through, uh, partially through my own volition and partially uh, uh, by some threats from my wife to uh, trim my collection down because my uh, office has gotten out of control. 
So it's sort of been a good kick in the butt to get on the move, and I've been selling some things off bit by bit. Um, so recently I just sold a Wii uh, with the controllers for 60 which is a drop in price from the last couple that I've sold. Usually they go for between 80 to 100 And then I sold a small little lot of shitty DS games for like 30 bucks. They were terrible in DS yeah. games. Well, come on. Digata? Phineas and Ferb? Your Moshi Monsters? Moshi Monsters? All sleeper hits? <laughs> uh, for the record, though, those were games that I bought when I first got into collecting handheld games. I was just sort of buying anything and everything. Mm. You can find them on our pickup videos archived on the YouTube channel. Sure. To continue. Mm, probably not. I, I remember you whipping out Moshi Monsters. I think I deleted those videos. <laughs> anyway, so I posted another lot of games. Um, not the Wii ones, but I put all the other shitty ones up for uh, 60 And some guy already came back and goes, oh, I'll, give you f I'll give you 40 for them. And the caveat is, and I'll pick them up. Yeah. Well, I you were going to pick them up anyway. So I'm not coming to your house. So I replied back going, um, yeah, I can let them go for 50 which is what I was originally going to list them for. And they go, yeah, I'll do it for 60 Yeah. Well, we decided that you're going to take 40 if you have to on them. 45 40 I said, eh. I said, you're going to have to take 40 on these. There's a lot of dummies out there. Well, listen, someone bought those DS games. Mind you, the guy said it was for his son. So it's like, all right. But, um, so I haven't checked my email back. But, yeah, I'm kind of happy going through and uh, trimming down just the garbage out of my collection that I've got no interest in. Like, you know, games that I know I will never, ever play or get around to playing. I just want to have stuff in there that's either like top value or that I really personally like. Right. Or you think you should like. Well, like what? Well, I saw that in a video. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> exactly. I need that in my collection. Uh, why aren't the trannies taking a hit in this purge? Why would they? Why not? Why the game's got to suffer? Well, to be honest with you, there are... You can be honest. I've got some reissue, <laughs> reissue Transformers that I could get rid of. Um, and I may do that I just haven't got around to it it takes a lot of time to me, and it's a lot of effort did I mention last week that I had three sales mm. I brought the I've been carrying around all the stuff in my trunk and uh, so I posted them while I was at work which is a larger metropolitan area and uh, I I was here that day yeah did I talk about it you might have. I don't remember, though. I don't know. Anyways, it was so pleasing because I sold, had three appointments with three different people, and they all showed up on time, and they all had money, and there was no secondary negotiation, and in fact, one of them I even upselled and uh, got him to buy a Wii as lo uh, along with the other stuff he was buying, so. Well, I've taken a hint from when I was buying off Kijiji to a local seller um, I always wonder why he was always sending out multiple emails prior to us meeting up. Yeah. Well, well I, I guess he had like issues. And so he's, he made it a, a thing where he would do. Yeah. We've talked about that. Well, I'm talking about it again. 
And I'm going to talk about it even longer because you just made me <laughs> repeat myself. He he reassures uh, constantly. Uh, it'll be this day at this time. He sends out constant reminders. So what he does is he sends out. Yeah, too bad, Bill. <laughs> he sends out emails stating that. Okay, so just confirming again. We're going to meet you tomorrow at this time at this location, and this is the agreed upon price. And then the same day that we're going to meet, he'll do it like, okay, going to see you again in an hour at this location. Uh, for these items at this price. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good recap. But he expects you to reply back. Otherwise, he won't meet you. Well, okay. But that's what I was going through. Like, when I sold this Wii, like, I would get an email or, or text reply through Kijiji or whatever, and then I'd reply back right away and then not hear anything for a couple hours. Yeah. Meanwhile, I had sent them a question saying, okay, so where are we going to meet again or this or that? And it's just like, it's, it's completely frustrating. Mind you, you know, both of those transactions, I met up with no problem finally. Well, mine were through the LetGo app, which I'm finding is getting better and better. Um, except I'm going through this, you can see this massive conversation I've been having with this one girl over a one loose disc I'm trying to sell to her and we're just trying to work out a time and uh, it's just frustrating uh, she it's like she half reads what you write yeah. to her and then just responds like for instance um, we're trying to work out a time and I'm like okay I work tonight then I'm off for two days you know I explained I work overnights and all that and, uh, and she's, she's like okay well maybe after the two days I'm like, okay, well, I'm back at work, and I told her where I work, and I were, I'll be there at night until 7 in the morning, and I do that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I can meet there any time at all while I'm working, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And her next message is, okay, do you think you can meet me Thursday at Woodbine and Highway 7? <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Uh, no, uh, that's the day I'm off. I am working in Toronto at this day is when I can meet you. Oh, sorry. So you still got to deal with stuff, but it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen eventually. Well, it wouldn't be such an issue if, like, I don't like to give out my cell number or anything like that, and I, the email I use is obviously a, you know, like Kijiji or Leko email. So it, the the conversation certainly takes a lot longer to go back and forth with. Like, if if you could trust people to talk to them and give them your cell number, you'd be like, all right, let's do this, this, and this. Let's let's talk for five minutes. We'll get it all sorted out. We'll meet there at this time. All right, I'll see you then. Instead of like doing a day long conversation, just trying to sort out one time and one date right yeah well this meeting here at work is the greatest because uh we work you know in this tv station and you can meet out front and there's no, like zero chance of being robbed if they want to rob you you go just uh you see the million cameras pointed in this general direction right now i don't think you should really do who's that, gonna so. rob you I don't know. you're the one that's scared you won't give any kind of information out why would i why not well, I'm not having someone come to my house. Why not? Well, I don't want them to know where I live. 
what are they going to do? Nothing. But I don't want them to know where I live. Why not? Because I don't need people knowing where I live. Well, like, but it's very convenient for someone to come up and go in your garage and just make the deal there. No, they don't need to see what I got in my garage. I've seen your garage. Yeah, and there's nothing in there, but no one needs to know that. I'll meet them at a, at a coffee shop location or something like that. Something non... Nothing that can't tie back to me. That's that's fine, and you'll you can have your rape whistle with you and uh, pepper spray too. No, it's fine. Who's gonna rape you? I you're the one that's going crazy. Everything tied back to I got my burner phone and uh, anyways I'm I'm enjoying the Let Go app and uh, people can leave reviews for you on there too. So I'm actually building up some reviews. That's Who nice. cares about that? Well, it gives buyers more confidence to buy no, I just want the item. If, if if a buyer wants the item, there's no reason why the seller won't be accommodating to them or trick, have, trick them out of not buying it. Have you worked on Kijiji at all? Yes. It's a big pain in the neck. It's if you the, don't have people that have, you know, there's so many dummies on there, it's not worth buying whatever they have. So with the reviews, you can see that it's, they're actually reliable. It's and not the sellers that you got to worry about, though. It's the buyers. It's the sellers too. You haven't had a seller issue before. No, I've had buyer issues. Because when I want to give a seller money, usually there's no issue. As long as I respond to emails in a in a appropriate time. You can leave reviews uh, for both ways, the buyer and the seller. So as a buyer, you can have good reviews and a good clean track record. But you'll still make the effort, even if the guy's got no reviews, just to make the sale and get rid of your item. What are we arguing about? That I'm right. You you are a a caustic litigator. I don't know what that means. What else is on your list there? This is all used up. That's it. Well, I guess you don't want to know anything that I've been doing. Uh, depends on what it is. Anything I might be interested in? Well, you're making fun of me because I was watching a couple documentaries on the YouTubes that have come across my way. No, well, I found that one interesting, the, um, the documentary on the making of, uh, uh, what the hell is it called? Sunset Strip there. Um, the one with uh, Happy Days guy. <laughs> Shit. Why don't uh, the roids work on your memory as well as they do on your <laughs> The steroids don't work on brain cells. <laughs> the one with, give me a hint what it's called now. It's uh, the race cars on the strip. There's no race cars. Yeah, there's the hot rod. Hot rods, yeah. Cruising. Cruising. Uh, there's a cafe breakfast club. <laughs> give me a hint. Wolfman Jack. Yeah, I know. That doesn't Mouse help. Diner? Close. Ah, Jesus. Toad? I don't need character names. There's a diner thing that it revolves around. Mel's Diner, right? Revolves around the diner? Well, maybe. It starts there. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I You want hints, but I can't give you any character names? Three-word title? Two. <laughs> Happy Days. <laughs> yeah. Ah, jeez. 
Well, it was about American graffiti, and uh, you know, you it's know called I, American graffiti. You know, I love those uh, coming of age films. You know, the, especially when it's all set in one night kind of thing. Uh, that's that's the I like that stuff. I know, like uh, the well, P, it was a good movie. I know, like P two always talks about. He he loves the deviant romance stories, really deviant stuff, but. Uh, but I just like coming-of-age films like this. Anyways, I saw this documentary. Hold on. Why do you not like Breakfast Club, then? Or any John Hughes movie? Oh, because it was shit. Those are all coming-of-age movies. Yeah, but they're shitty. They're shit. They're unrelatable to me. They're shit. Because well, none of them take place on a farm. And they're, they're not all about rich yeah, kids. It's always a rich person no, it's in not. a John Hughes movie. They live in a giant home. And it's always uh, the boo-hoo. Well, the because growing up, there's all. always it's like a bullshit. rich, there's always a rich kid, kid somewhere in the scenario, whether they were close to you or just like, oh, he's the rich kid in school, and he's you know, kids either love him or hate him, kind of thing. I don't know. The Breakfast Club just sucks. It's just not. It's no. Well, good. what about? It's, um, it's not believable. Okay, sixteen candles. No, <laughs> it's all shit. <laughs> That is all shit. That is all pandering to what a middle-aged guy thinks uh, teenage life is like. Well, I'm sure he's pulling on something from his past. And, like, he's made good movies. Like, but, yeah, like but Breakfast Club. Shit, man. And 16 Candles. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I'll give him that one. It's one of my favorites. Not, we're talking coming of age. That's not a coming of age. The Breakfast Club is just whining in one... Uh, location for two hours and with a music montage and and look what he did with that made a fantastic movie no i hate anyway it. hate that one American let's graffiti. just agree let's agree to agree yes Anyways, these things have been popping up my youtube uh, page for some reason so this one it's older but uh, I threw it on. I had all the principals on there. Lucas and Coppola, even Harrison Ford and Ron Howard, Cindy Williams. Everyone. Except, uh, no, Frank, they had everyone in this one. And it was, you know, you made fun of me at first because, like, what, what do you need to know about it that you haven't heard already about this movie? But it actually had a bunch of cool cool facts in it, as, as you'd expect. Um, you know, Lucas trying to... It had no money, that movie, right? There's zero budget. No big-name stars in it. You know what I mean? Uh, the only way he got a green lit was to say he had Francis Ford as a producer. That's when a studio said, oh, okay, go ahead and pound out a script kind of thing. Uh, and then the way he wanted to shoot it, it was all at night, right? We're not used to seeing these movies that are all at night. And he wanted it super dark, and he had no money. And uh, he was saying, like, he didn't want to use a lot of lights and he didn't want to hire a director of photography. He just wanted a couple camera operators to shoot the guys on the street and uh, very low light and just kind of figure it out. And because it was so low light, the camera operators were having a really hard time keeping the guys in focus because you got to open up your exposure so much and it makes your depth of field so shallow. Apparently the depth of field was down to six inches so the actors couldn't move any further than six inches without going out of focus. So the camera operators were like, we don't know what to do, we can't do this. So he ended up uh, getting one of his buddies 
who was a very accomplished DOP to come in and he helped figure out how to shoot all this stuff in low light and he brought in tons of lights and he'd attach like lights, extra lights to the street lights to make them that much brighter. And it was all that uh, low budge kind of filmmaking, which was all pretty interesting. It was all like guerrilla filmmaking, uh, like documentary style. And uh, it was a cool documentary. I don't know why we lose you at this point where you don't talk to me to get more information out of me about it. I, I don't need to know any more information about it. I wouldn't mind seeing it, but actually I, I think I'd be more interested in watching the movie again. It, he said, Lucas said he's got, his first cut of the movie was three hours. So there's a version of that movie that's three hours long. He cut it down after, he said it took him six months to cut it down to 100 minutes. But there is a three-hour cut in that movie. And as you remember, that whole movie is music, right? Like real music, licensed music. But they said they only ended up spending like 80 grand on uh, music clearance, which is like nothing nowadays, considering the amount of music in there is pretty crazy. But he did blow all of his music budget on the music. So beyond licensed music, there wasn't money left for score. So there was no scoring to the rest of the movie. There's no instrumentation, no moody sounds or suspenseful sounds or anything like that. So the audio guys had to come up with using environmental sounds in place of score when there wasn't licensed music playing. That might actually be better, though. You would think that maybe the musical score would have taken you out of the experience. Maybe, but uh, that traditionally, that's how you did it, right? Like the scene where, uh, where they think there's like a strangler in the woods, you know, and they're hiding from that guy. And you can't have like licensed music playing then, but they didn't have any money left to have like ominous tones for sound. So they had to use environmental sounds. But that would be more, om- that would be one more ominous and, and two more natural to the setting. Very true, but it hadn't been done before. They were like the first guys to uh well now i want to watch it again and i also watched another documentary on animal house and this was really an old doc it was uh very vhs-y but again it had all the principles uh everyone was interviewed and had great stories behind the scenes Uh, you're losing me now yeah because everyone hates animal house losing that's no breakfast club my you know what I was God. thinking of when I was trying to think of American Graffiti was, um, what's the one that takes place inside the uh, the cafe? What's it called? Casablanca? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, same type of scenario, like that sort of uh, time period. There's like uh, six or eight cast members, and it takes inside like a, you know, a roadside cafe restaurant kind of thing. It was all shot within that that one building. Petrified forest? No. Come on, man. What? Come give me, on. Give me my phone. Give me my phone. Well, Siri will figure what it out. What is it? I don't know. Well, give us more than that in a cafe. Roadside uh, uh, cafe restaurant. D- roadside diner. It's in a diner. Is it diner? Maybe it's diner. Let me see. Get the phone. Is it diner? 
You know what I'm talking about? No. It takes place with inside there, and it doesn't it doesn't come out of the building at all. Uh, rope? No, it's not a murder thing. Who knows where where you're going? Show me the movie Diner. Siri, show me the movie Diner. Sorry, I can't play movies. No, yeah, why would you ask her that? Who was in the movie Diner? Which one? Okay, Diner, nineteen eighty-two. What? Diner stars Steve Kuttenberg, Mickey Rourke, and Kevin Bacon. Nope. No, that's not it. Well, what are you talking about? Show me diner titles. You piece of... Well, how is it going to answer that? (laughs) Show me diner movies. What movies movies. take place in a diner? Here's diner. (laughs) (laughs) Who's diner? (laughs) Dude, what the heck? Show me... Siri, what am I thinking? You know what I'm talking about? No. Diner. (laughs) Do we have to, like, pause so you can figure this no, out? No, people like this when you can't figure this stuff out and we're stupid. No, I'm not being stupid. Don't say we're. Yeah, you're part of this. You can't figure it out either. Well, why don't you give me an actor? Diner. <laughs> I don't know who's in it. <laughs> Roadside diner. Like a highway? Is it yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. California? Like, yeah, like something like that. Roadside diner movie. Roadhouse? No. Mm-hmm. Mm. Come on. It's not going to... You need to give us more. Okay. I remember this movie.com. Come on. Come on, sweetheart. Okay, Google. What movie featured a roadside diner? The Encounter? No. Legion? No. I brought the same shit that this thing did. <laughs> Come on, you piece of crap internet. How did Legion? I don't know. It's the same time Is it period. Alice? No. It's the same time period thing. I like Dallas. Something takes place inside a roadside breakfast diner restaurant. What happens inside a breakfast? I don't know. I think something somebody dies maybe. That's not a comedy. Yeah, well, I never said it was a comedy. Hmm. Let me figure this out. Well, I don't think there's a way to figure this out. Just give us one actor. I don't something. know. It's like the same guys. Like, uh, I think uh, Kevin Bacon's in there. You just said he was in the Diner movie. No, well, that wasn't it, though. Maybe it is Diner. I don't know. I can't seem to find anything. But you don't think it's Diner? It doesn't sound familiar. I don't... Th- I th- no. Uh, anyway. I don't think it's happening. Maybe the audience can uh, can let you know. All right. Uh, I probably wouldn't care by then. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it, man. Okay. Let me wrap this bad boy up. Okay. I had lots more to say. That's all right. Did you? Like what? We'll get to it next week. Oh, what a teaser. Uh, all right, man. As always, it was a pleasure. Yeah. 
do your thing. What thing is that? Where you tell people oh. where you to find us. Okay, guys, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, quickly, just want to remind you once again, if you've forgotten, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash start to continue. You can follow Bill on Twitter at STCPod. You can follow me at AC Decepticon. Bookmark STCPod.com and listen to us on iTunes under the title search STCPod. As always, if you're checking us out, you got to check out some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos at the same time at cartridgeclub.org. As always, thanks again for everybody for tuning in every Friday, which is when we post our new episodes. Post and post it. <laughs>